0: I call it your zest barometer, like check both. Are you doing the wrong thing or are you doing the thing wrong? Because if you're doing the thing wrong, you can, you can fix that. Um, And then suddenly it's, it's, it's all good again. Um, But if you find yourself doing the wrong thing, um, the sooner you plug, pull the plug on your investment of resources into that thing, the sooner you can reinvest them in a better thing, something that will, um, leverage who you really are, what you're really good at, where you really belong, give you a sense of um, purpose, provide you with some meaning and prosperity in your life, and not only you know do you benefit, but everybody that you're helping will also benefit.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to Inside the Den. It's been a it's been a hot minute actually. Uh, took some time off and kind of recalibrated, but we're coming back um, with some more calls and stuff but before we do i'd have uh my good friend scott perry back on just to discuss what's been happening how how i kind of got through it get his perspective on it and what's been going on in the ecosystem that has like enhanced my ability to handle situations and move through to the next level because it's been uh it's been a heck of a journey and i had a little chat with scott the other morning on the way to work and then i was like we got to get on a call and record this because (laughs) it's time to jump back on the mic. So welcome. Good morning,
0: Scott. How are you? (laughs) Good morning, Dwayne. Every, every, uh, every time I get to connect with you, it's a privilege. So I'm thrilled to be, be here and, and uh, happy to have been helpful earlier in the week. Yeah, man. It, It was just, you know what?
1: And I was, I was kind of journaling this morning before we jumped on. And one of the things I wrote down was, you know, I miss Jake because when we even did an episode a while back about um bumpers and in that episode I said Jake you're one of my bumpers like it's we talk every day you know it, it keeps me in line and and then he had to go take care of all his stuff and everything and move a different direction which is perfectly fine and we still talk but we don't talk every day and like I so all of a sudden, I start talking with my wife, but she doesn't, you know, fully understand the language or whatever. And um, and it's just a different kind of conversation. So talking with you the other morning, I was like, I realized I'm missing somebody in my pack, <laughs> like somebody like even even just rant, like different people. But I wasn't having the coffee morning coffee chats anymore. And the discussions were gone. The pack discussions were gone. And I realized that's that's one of my bumpers
0: I got to put back up. <laughs> yeah that's well i i think that i shared this on the call you know i have been kind of a solopreneur most of my life or you know a freelancer working on his own as a musician um you know i I did the solo thing for a long time and you know i always thought that i wasn't capable of being in a band because you know i just don't play well with others that was my narrative but then um you know, I, I got myself into a duo situation that was really, um, you know, really kind of catalyzed my career. And then not only did I find that I could be in a band, but I could lead a band. And, you know, we have this um, kind of, you know, at least here, I think. In the united states for sure but i think in north america in general like we celebrate the lone wolf mm-hmm. like the, the 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 one that you know just goes it alone and does his own thing and or her thing and um but you know wolves lone wolves don't survive like wolves only survive if they're part of a pack uh and so i loved how that revelation came out of our conversation like just you know, and, and i just want to say we all miss Jake because Jake is, (laughs) is, you know, easy to find on Twitter and he's building his, you know, 1000 true fans and his journey is really amazing. He's being super generous and sharing all that. Um, And uh, you know, the, one of the things that I think we all have to recognize is any relationship in our life. And Mm -hmm. this includes kids and, and spouses and, everything else. I mean, we're all works in progress. We're all evolving and, and, you know, where we need to go in order to grow um, sometimes is going to require that paths have to diverge and they may merge again later. You know, we don't know, but, you know, one of the things that I've loved about just witnessing this transition for you is number one, how classy you both were about being transparent and honest about what was going to be, you know, like what, what the direction that you were each going to go and why that was happening and what was going to, you know, kind of what to expect next Um, for you in particular, I really admire that you hit the pause button and kind of just sat in the tension of how the hell do I do this if it's, you know, if I don't have my wingman. Um, and I think too often people like us that are really purpose-driven and, and you know, kind of go-givers, we just like, oh, okay, I'll just put my head down and grind it out. I'll figure it out, right? And that, that can be really exhausting and a great way to blow yourself up. So just, you know, kudos to you for taking a, a minute to pause and, and recollect and reconnect and recapture some resources and decide, you know, like, okay, so how am I going to re- reallocate you know, my time, intention, and energy to mm-hmm. make this thing different, but better. I got, I got to be honest with you, Scott,
1: like right after though, that was my first, that was my first thought. Okay. It's time to go. <laughs> like, you know, if Jake's not here, I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this and, oh, we, oh, yeah, well, well, and I'd started, I started ramping it up and, you know, then all of a sudden some randomness happened in life. And I was at my max achievability with no room for options. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, like I am going to blow myself up. Like I'm here, <laughs> like we're at the limit. <laughs> and so, but that was right at the time where the content started coming out about recapture, reallocate and back to the basics. And it was perfect timing. Like I got to admit it was perfect timing. Cause then all of a sudden it was like, <sighs> okay, let's, <laughs> it is time to pause and recollect and reassess and, So like the content lately has just been on point for me anyways, because it was that it came at the perfect time to like, what do you do when you're out of sync or you need to start back from the start? Like you got to like the recapture reallocate was really big for um, identifying all the holes in my bucket. (laughs) Like me and the, me and my wife Erin sat down and went through the whole process and you know we've identified lots and we've we're picking away at it it's a slow process but it's just that it's just the getting into that habit of like seeing okay there's there's where we're missing time or there's where we're giving away too much energy and and it's been it's been an (laughs) eye-opener like um so that that was a big huge step and then then just lately this getting back into frequency intensity and purpose like that's the back to the basics because I kind of felt like out of sync because I'd been, you know, off the mic for two months and it was like, okay, well, what do I, what am I doing? What do I, what do I need to do? Oh, I just need to jump on a call with Scott and just <laughs> press record. Like, let's just get back to the basics and get back into frequency
0: here. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's a huge, you know, just again, kudos to you for, of course, you, your instinct was to put your head down and grind it out and figure it out as you go um that's the human mind right the human mindset and and it takes um it takes some um self-awareness and some discipline uh to like focus and and pause and zoom out and and do the the you know it's almost like a case situation like okay let's 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 collect the the data about the situation as it is and let's assess like, you know, where we're going and what we need to get there so that then you can strategize and execute. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, you know, I think that we should never beat ourselves up for being human and for having a human mindset. Uh, I mean, that's, that's biology and evolution conspiring against you and you can't beat biology and evolution every single day. Um, so it takes that, you know, you, you, you practice the art of re, uh, receptivity, um, you know, restraint, and, um, and you kind of took responsibility for how you were seeing things and what you were doing. And um, that's what we have to do. And the thing about uh, just one other reflection on, you know, like the recapture and reallocate content coming to you right on time, it's always the right time. To take a good hard look at what's going on now. What do I really want next? And am I paying attention and taking care of what matters as I navigate my way forward? The thing is, you know, in for you at that moment or in th- this moment. I feel like, you know, I'm not a big fan of the the secret and like put a vision board on your wall and then just, you know, sit and and wait for the universe to conspire and give you what you want. Cause I don't think it really works that way, but I do, I do believe in the power of intention and action. Mm -hmm. And if you um, are, have integrity about your intentions and, and what you um, decide and do next and, you know, do that with integrity, I think. I think there is this kind of synergy or synchronicity that starts to happen, and the right, you know, the teacher appears, the opportunities appear, and maybe the opportunities were there all the time, but it's the fact that you're having some intentionality and some integrity about how you're proceeding that helps you um, take off the blinders and and stop like looking with a tunnel vision of, you know, fear and urgency and scarcity and all those things um, and start to, to, to you know, it, it feels like things are, the universe is conspiring in your favor, but it's actually, you know, I, I'm a big believer that um, inspiration is always looking for um, an outlet in someone that's doing the work and you have been doing the work and you have been on the path for quite a while. Now you, you and, and Jake through this podcast and you, uh, each individually are such beacons and such um, fantastic leaders in this community. Well, thanks for those kind words, Scott, but it was, it's, it's, uh,
1: it comes easy to me to show up here because of all the great examples and the people that are here that that you just want to kind of, you want to be there to help. You want to be there to be an outlet and help people create and just, you know, be a part of the whole process. Like it's, it's uh. It's been awesome. Um, one thing you said there though is, you know, oh, you've been at it a long time. I feel like it's been flying by in a blur, man. <laughs> like, you know, like a, a long time is a year, you know. But and and that was one thing in my reflections over the last little while was timelines. Like I tried to condense my timelines and fit everything in a short timeline. Like I'm almost I'm almost at the point where I've just thrown timelines out the window. Like, there's no deadlines to anything. It's just when it happens, it'll happen. If I keep on doing intention and action, then then my solutions are going to appear. Like, it, timelines are whatever. <laughs> they're 10 years from now. But they're probably going to happen, like, you know, slower than you want, but faster than anybody expects kind of thing. Like, I'm, I kind of keep that in the back of my mind, but don't force those... Those things like, oh, it's got to happen by the end of the year. I got to do this by this time. Like that just put so much unneeded stress and shame and guilt for not hitting the deadlines. And like it was just useless feelings that were that were, uh, you know, roadblocking me. And it's like, okay, timelines are gone (laughs) now. now I just keep on moving forward with intention and purpose and and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I have this phrase that I use with my clients all the time when I catch them um, falling victim to um, feelings of scarcity, urgency, um, you know, the, the inclination to go into productivity mode and just start grinding out. Things and um it, and and what I tell them is don't push the river like mm-hmm. you know I'm a, my wife and I go to the New River here in uh, Virginia West Virginia f- really frequently it's one of the oldest rivers in the world it flows north so it's old and contrary which is yeah. why I love it so much because it reminds me of me um and if you're ever in that river um you know if you if you when you wade in it's it you know it, even when it's shallow it's really powerful you try to push that river and you're going to end up um, exhausted and dead in, in a real hurry. And, you know, that idea of flow, like, you, you know, you, you have to leverage time and randomness. You have to turn them into your allies. You have to use them as leverage points, and that will increase your ability to flow. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything necessary. So, you know, one of the other things I talk about with clients a lot is the like, don't fall into the identity trap. I'm Dwayne, I'm an electrician, I have to do this. I'm Dwayne, I'm a husband and father, I have to do this. I'm Dwayne, I'm the host and now the the only host of Inside the Den, and I have to do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so if you cling to, to firmly to your roles and goals in any given moment, you are... Um, then time and randomness is going to work against you, number one. <laughs> yeah. And reality is uh, going to slap you upside the head. <laughs> exactly. And you're going to just, and, and be, again, because we are uh, generous, compassionate, purpose driven people, well, we will just continue to do the work and to push the river until we are exhausted and, and blow ourselves up. And so, um, you know, so important to, like, again, nothing wrong with identity and goals. I think, you know, it's important that we, um, are recognized for all the things that we are, like we are all many splendored multifaceted beings. Um, and we have, you know, numerous aspirations in any given moment. Um, and you know, I think life comes with a reserve clause and the reserve clause is, uh, you know, here's who I am and here's what I'm doing. And yet I reserve the right to change my mind about any of it in the face of a new situation, new information, a new opportunity, um, a new challenge, what have you. And, and um, you know, I love, I, I heard Nick and Dan talking about this very early on. It might have been in one of the unexploitable episodes. It's like, don't overcommit. Like make keep your commitments as few as necessary, and make sure that you um, put in some flexibility around you know what uh, around time and randomness. You Mm -hmm. know you have to you have to be able to ignore sunk costs um, when they are causing you harm. If you're if you're unhappy doing what you're doing, and you just uh, you know and you know I think it's worth looking at because. Sometimes when we're like consistently feeling exhausted or depleted about what we're doing, you know, yeah, we might be doing the wrong thing, but we all also might be doing the thing wrong. I call it your zest barometer. Like check both. Are you doing the wrong thing or are you doing the thing wrong? Because if you're doing the thing wrong, you can you can fix that. Um, and then suddenly it, it's 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 all good again. Um, but if you find yourself doing the wrong thing, um, the sooner you plug pull the plug on your investment of resources into that thing, the sooner you can reinvest them in a better thing, something that will um, leverage who you really are, what you're really good at, where you really belong, give you a sense of um, purpose, provide you with some meaning and prosperity in your life. And not only you know do you benefit, but everybody that you're helping will also benefit. So just real quick, in this example, like you could have said, Well, I guess inside the den is not my thing anymore. It's too exhausting. It's too overwhelming. I can't do it by myself. It's like, well, maybe, or perhaps I'm just like thinking about it the wrong way and doing it the wrong way because I can't do it the way it was done with two hosts. How do I figure out how to do it as, as, you know, as one host? Um, And you figured it out. And, you Mm -hmm. know, here we are, you know, for now we're you know the, inside the den is still a, a thing and uh still happening man that
1: uh that little chunk is gold that's going on the that's going on the socials i think like you're totally right scott this has been uh it's been such a good conversation there's so so many things that i've leaned back on that i've learned over the last year and a half that have really changed my decision making like how fast how fast i recover like I, I would have spun myself out for months and months and months <laughs> like prior to this. And now it was like, it was fairly quick to be like, okay, what do I need to do? How do I make this decision? Oh, I got to come up. I got to compile the new information. And like, it just, I just had so many more tools, which is, which is funny to say, cause I'm 46 and I should have a full toolbox, but I think I was carrying around the wrong toolbox for a long, long time, man. And, um, so it was quite refreshing. I'm not saying it was easy. Like it, it sounds simple, but it was freaking not easy. It was actually very hard. Some hard nights and hard conversations and all that kind of stuff. But, but man, did it ever! It just feels so much better to be. I'm hoping to get my recovery time down to like days and hours, but for now I'm at like weeks. So, so once we get down to the days and hours of recovery time, that's that's kind of my goal over the next whatever my I don't have a timeline you know I don't have a timeline but that's my goal is to get my recovery time down to like quick
0: <laughs> yeah well I think to your immediate point you you will get better at mm-hmm. and like it like all the things that we're talking about in terms of you know um uh creating and catalyzing and leaning into a champion's mind over a human mindset, um, recapture and reallocating resources, um, implementing the reserve clause uh, and the right to change our mind when a situation, um, a problem or an opportunity calls for it. These are all skills and you get better at any skill by um, committing to uh, you know, a daily discipline of, of practice mm-hmm. and, you know what I find, what I found for myself, and what I f- have found from working with you know, I I can't even count the number of clients anymore. But you know what what you are able to accomplish at a certain point is this idea of what I call stillness in motion. Like you are making decision, like you are seeing yourself and your situation and what's going on with other people, you know, clearly enough that like in real time in a moment you start making better decisions that um that get you closer to you know what you want um and you know maintain clarity about who you are uh you know i think when you look at, there's been historical situations like, you know, JFK and the Cuban Missile Crisis. I mean, what's, you know, if you read the real story about what was going on there, I mean, some people use that as a way to, you know, make JFK look like a jackass. But if you look at the totality of what was going on in that moment and what was really going on in the, um, you know, in terms of the backstory between him and Khrushchev, he was practicing still like this thing was happening. And it was unfolding really quickly. And in real time, he practiced stillness in motion when, and was able to navigate the country through this, you know, what could have been a a, a cataclysmic life, like end of existence situation <laughs> and navigated us through it. And so, you know, I'm not saying that any of us are aspiring to, you know, um, be a JFK or whatever, but um. You know, Apollo 13 is, is another example of that a team of people coming together to solve a problem that had to be solved like wait, they couldn't hit the pause button and say well let's see you know do I want to do we need to recapture and reallocate resources here should we um you know are are we doing the wrong thing or doing the thing wrong like they had to they had to do it and they did it in real time and on time because they were professionals they showed up. Um, and they leverage skills that they had been practicing for a long time. And when I just to tie it into something you said earlier, when you talk about, well, it seems like such a short period of time, I think if you were to look back on the entirety of your, your, your life, um, you're actually, it has been a long time, whatever you said, 45 years, um, because there is this silver thread this thematic through line in your life. Like, I think that people like you and I that are seekers and searching, you know, always looking for, um, how, how can we level up? You know, it's in us from, from the beginning and it just manifests itself differently as we evolve and grow. Um, and you and I have both been through that period where we actually fall prey to the, um, the gurus and the charlatans and we start doing things that really knock us out of our integrity because someone that, you know, seemed smarter than us told us we had to. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we get, you know, we, we go through, um, uh, the, the the Valley and we, you know, earn the experience to come out the other end, actually wiser and, and, you know, recognize astrologens and the gurus for what they really are. And, um, and, and start making meaningful progress, um, you know, for ourselves and for the people that we care about and you know, doing work that matters with people we care about.
1: Hmm. Yeah. There's just there's just so many, oh, there's just so many awesome things um in this conversation. Like I could pull so many threads here. Um, it's just been so good to talk with uh talk with you, Scott, and just work through these things in real time and, and um, not get validation, but kind of know that I'm on the right path. Like some of the stuff you said is like, it was like, Oh, okay. So I, so that checks out that, that I can put that on the list of my compile page. And that I did that right, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) And we'll see, we'll come back and see if it plays out like that. But, but um, just, you know, being reinforced by people who kind of know your situation, who've kind of seen what you're going through, um you know and now that we've chatted a couple times you've kind of known like what's been happening in the background and you you got some honest reflections which is which is what i think i what i think people need like a lot of the time is just those honest reflections from people that are willing to to um what is it be kind or be nice you know like just tell me how it is (laughs) and be nice about or be kind about it or i forget which one is the um But, but yeah, you need you need that you need somebody to just tell you how it is and help you through or or tell you that you're doing it wrong (laughs) and say, are you are you sure about that? (laughs) So, um, so part of my pack, yeah, we gotta, um, I have to strengthen my pack. I gotta start having more of these conversations, um, because that was what that's what kept me on track there for a long time was just. Always in discussion, always in conversation and just working through and talking and, and going back to the drawing board and then coming back and talking again and like with like guests or Jake or whoever. Um, so so everybody get ready to start hearing more interviews because <laughs> I need this and I'm going to keep on talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, it's, it reminds me of what Nick has been talking about quite a bit recently, which is proximity and exposure, right? You have to put yourself in proximity with the right people. Um, You know, I always think, you know, one of the great things about the Wolf Den and and the Guardian Academy is um, how how good a job they do at kind of putting just enough filters and resistance so that more of the right people come in and and more of the wrong people just keep moving along. Um, And um, I think you're like, we have to have people in our life that are mentors and teachers. Uh, We have to have people in our, um, in our life that are peers and corner men and women. Um, And we need to have people in our life that we're teaching the things that we're learning because nothing reveals, it's part of a practice. And it's also a way of revealing the holes in your knowledge and, um, and your skills. So everything you said there, Really rings true and it is um, you know, is so important. And I guess the last thing that I would say is, yes, I totally agree with what like one of the things that I demand uh, of the people that are in my community is, you know, we're here to to make progress and make a difference and and make change for the better and all that. And that, um, you know, this is not a place where we're just being cheerleaders and telling each other how swell we are or each other is um like we need to give we need to give feedback like real feedback we need to be mirrors for people and and reflect like what they're saying so that they can maybe catch themselves mm-hmm. um not you know misrepresenting or misunderstanding um themselves um but you know i don't have all the answers you don't have all the answers nick doesn't have all the answers um And, you you know, the, but we can, we can help each other when we, you know, there's, there's three things that I demand clear, direct, and respectful. Like clearly are, and this is like Rocky Road stuff, right? Like be as clear and explicit as you can about, you know, what you're saying. Be as direct as you can so that there's not any, you know, too much narrative cruft that, you know, is triggering or confuses or, you know, conflates ideas or whatever. And then respectful, like make, like you have to know that your truth might not be their truth, that, um, there's, there are, um, there are multiple truths. There are multiple ways forward. There are multiple perspectives. They're all valuable. And this leads me to my final point, which is You know, the thing about decisions, like if you had decided to blow up the podcast and move along, that would have been a decision, a right decision, a wrong decision. I don't know. I mean, because it's not decisions are not outcomes. If you're strategic about the way you make decisions, if you are making decisions, you know, in a way that um, sees things clearly and sees all the opportunities and you make the best, you know, pick the best Decision that you can and then act on that decision, you're probably not going to die. You're probably just putting yourself in the next position to make the next best decision. And so, you know, my final word is like decisions are not outcomes. Decision, you know, deciding and doing things is part of the process. Trust the process, the process is the shortcut. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, the process is the reward because the outcomes are not up to you time and randomness um you may do everything right and still not get what you want you you may not get, even get closer to what you want you may actually get farther from your want because we don't know um you know how events and other people or um situations might conspire against us but if you're if you're on the path and if you are um you know, doing your best to do the work in a way that aligns with who you are uh, and, um, you know, with clear intention and and with integrity of, of uh, planning and action. That's the reward. Like the Bhagavad Gita says, you are entitled to your labor, but not the fruits of your labor. The results, the fruits, the outcomes, that's for the universe to decide. That's for destiny to decide. Um, what you control is how you play the game. And if you're playing your game on your own terms without compromise, you are winning because you're still in the game.
1: Yeah. I,
0: Scott, this has been awesome. Thank you
1: very much. Um, I wish we had, like, we need to get back on because you talked about windows and mirrors and we didn't talk enough about that. Um, We, we got to g- circle around and touch on that. You also mentioned something about, like, um questions like there was one thing that came up when me and my wife we were just recently on a week of holidays and we were just we had a lot of driving time and a lot of time together without the kids so we had uninterrupted conversations which which was nice <laughs> and and um one of the things that I I got on to and was talking about and it just kind of came out was like there's been so many hard questions to ask and and being okay with receiving the hard answers (laughs) like uh, like openly and honestly like oh that answer is not what I like but I need that I need the right answer or the truest answer I can find to be able to actually know the next steps if I just I don't like that answer I'm moving on to the easier answer then then my next step is the wrong step you know so being being like actually okay with like listening to the right answers come in and being like, okay, I don't like that one, but I I need to hear it and and now let's move forward with this truest information that I can find. Oh man, it's been uh, it's been awesome, and thank you Scott yeah, well... for this time. You are just a gem out there, everybody. If you guys can have a chat with Scott or get in his circle and listen to this guy and and kind of just. Yeah. You got so much gold and helpful advice. What do you want to say, Scott? You get like, you, I cut you off there, but I do want you to let the people know like where to find you, what's next. Like you, I know you got a pretty cool call coming up that you should probably shout out. And um, yeah,
0: give us, yeah. The- well, it's, it's actually exactly what you were just saying. Um, I, you know, what, what I have found um one of the things I love about the Guardian Academy is it starts with self-efficacy. Know mm-hmm. thyself. You have to know who you are, what you're good at, where you belong. And and when I say you have to know, what I'm talking about is, um, it's it's about like we're all striving beings in the in the academy, but um, we are also sufficient. Like we are actually, we all possess everything we need. We don't need more of anything. We don't need more knowledge. We don't need more. Um, opportunities. What we need to do is to um, get in touch with um, who we really are, what we're really good at, where we really belong, and exploit the and leverage the gifts that we already have. And so that I what I have been finding, uh, you know, over the last year or so is, you know, I've been trying to help, um, for instance, coaches. De- get get offers, get their offer dialed in, get their audience dialed in, get a sales strategy that doesn't take them, you know, take hours out of their day. And for some people, it was really successful. For others, it was not as successful. And I was like, oh, what's wrong? My, my process must be broken. Um, but what I found was that the, the, the people that succeeded were the people that actually had a lot of clarity about who they w- were, why they were doing what they were doing, what their signature framework was for helping clients. And the ones that didn't do so well, didn't have that clarity. So, you know, I think my part is what I'm working on right now. And there is a workshop coming up is this idea of start with who, because your why is your reason for being, but your reason for being emerges from who you really are. And so, you know, my parting advice would be you know, however you want to proceed. Know thyself. If you want some help with that, I definitely have some tools uh, and principles and practices that can help. But you know, when you do that, you're you have to be ready because when you get real clarity about who you are and who you want to be, and and see the the actual gap, and see the work that's going to be in, involved, and and see some hard truths about yourself. It's very easy to go into human mindset mode and go back to being humble and hiding and and going along and uh, and keeping your head down and just running, um, you know, running with the status quo. Uh, But if you're ready to go on, um, you know, there's a I, I can't recite it, but there's a wonderful poem by Wendell Berry called "The Real Work." And I just encourage everybody: you take a minute and Google Wendell Berry, "The Real Work." It's you know, if you're ready for that. The Guardian Academy is a great place to go. I've got some resources that are coming out to, to do that. If, and if anybody wants to connect with me that's listening to this broadcast, I'm here for anybody uh, in the Guardian Academy or the or Wolf that, that feels like I am a person that can um, you know, help them see what they don't see and uh, help them get out of their own way. Um, because I think that these two communities are um, really making a concerted effort not just to make each individual better but to um to make the the world a better place and uh if i can be a catalyst to to any individual's journey or any group of individual's journey in that i i am here for that i'm down for that so just reach out yeah that is definitely a place to play (laughs) scott this has been awesome thank you so
1: much for giving up some time this morning and uh it was a great way to start my day Build my cup yeah, and uh, likewise, re- ready to go.
0: Awesome. Right. Thank you, Dwayne. Appreciate you. Scott.